Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Spectrum Stories on Gay News America. I'm your host, Roddy Biggs. We want to welcome our listeners in the United States and around the world. Good Sunday afternoon to you all on this MLK weekend. Today we begin with the words of Dr. King. Injustice everywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Those who say to me, stick to civil rights, I have another answer. Others can do what they want to do. That's their business. As other civil rights leaders, for various reasons, refuse or can't take a stand or have to go along with the administration, that's their business. But I'm afraid that I know that justice is indivisible. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Now I'd like to welcome today's guest, the Gay Day Brunch, two moms who are raising five kids whose objective is to normalize the LGBTQ community and to show that families with gay parents are just as normal as those without. Ladies, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Great to How have are you all on today. Great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I'm, this is Chris and this is Tammy. Well, ladies, again, welcome to the show. So tell me a little bit more about the work you've started doing, what it's like to raise five kids. I couldn't even imagine raising five kids myself, so more power to you all. But tell me a little bit more about the work that you're doing and this wonderful mission that you all have. Well, I'm going to let Tam take that over because I don't, I don't even know what it's like to, to, raise, five, <laughs> to raise five kids. <laughs> Yes, you do. But um, basically, um, it's great. I mean, we have such a, a wide range of ages, so it's pretty cool. Uh, the oldest children are biologically mine, uh, twins 20 years old and a 27-year-old son who lives uh, upstate. Kristen's biological, too, are 13 and 9. So, as you can see, it, it's pretty uh, interesting with all of those age groups involved, you know. It's a little bit chaotic at times, um, but it's fun. It's it's fun. We've been it, it, There's not a dull moment. I mean, I could say that for sure. Um, and they're all great kids. They're, they're all very well-rounded. Um, I guess that's how we raise them. But they're, they're all good kids, and they, um, they all have their own little – um, uh, uh, little personalities, so it's fun to see all the different personalities coming together as one family. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, and on top of that, we have seven cats and two dogs, so you can just imagine the craziness that goes on in the house. I really wish you didn't mention the cats. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a crazy environment, but sounds like all have it, so that's great. So, Today, I'd like to talk a little bit about bullying in our schools for our first topic. We know that Glisten just released their huge national report that indexes all 50 states. 
So tell me a little bit about what you've noticed in your home state, and then I'll give you some of the statistics, and we'll talk about them back and forth. Yeah. Um, you know, I know that for the older kids, they're in college. So I'm not, you know, one goes to school online. Um, one of our twins goes to school online, and the other one attends a community college, um, and the oldest graduated. So the little ones, though, um, I know that they uh, they definitely have um, gay straight alliance groups um, in their in their schools, um, and no bullying groups and and things like that. Um, I know uh, I think it was about two years ago, two or three years ago. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Tim, okay. but I think it was like two or three years ago. Our thirteen year old, three years ago, was probably around ten, was honored for. Um, I think she was a defender, defender of the month, um, or defender, or whatever, for for protecting um, kids that were getting bullied. So we know that they, uh, the elementary schools and the, the junior high schools are definitely on top of that. Um, so you know, we are, of course, we're proud of her. I mean, we we encourage all of our kids to, uh, you know, not we stand can, up for yeah. bullying to, you know, be there for other children who are getting bullied. Um, you know, they're great kids, so, you know, we've raised them, you know, not to be... Uh, we teach tolerance. Tolerance, yes. Yeah. Tolerance and acceptance um, and respect. You know, we te- from a, from when we, Tammy and I first met and decided that we were going to, you know, start this venture and become a family, we always taught them to understand um, the journey that everyone that they meet um, walked, whether or not. Um, know that they have always you can't judge somebody by by how they look. You have to really get to know them and understand the journey that they've been through, the trouble that they've been through. So um kinda of taught them to respect everybody, um and accept everybody and their differences. Um to each his own. And that's pretty much what we taught them. Absolutely. That's always a good thing to teach your children. In care at your state index report, which I'm not gonna disclose what state you live in. But 64% of students in K-12 schools in the home state reported verbal harassment because of their sexual orientation. 47% reported harassment based on their gender expression. And 22% reported discrimination of verbal harassment based on race or ethnicity. And 15% reported harassment based on the status is disabled. So what are your thoughts on that, especially raising five kids? Well, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's... Uh, it's saddening. It's saddening. Uh, you know, we don't personally, uh, the schools that our children are attending, I believe, are, you know, they're great. They have no problem uh, with, you know, there's not really too much going on as far as kids getting bullied in school. I, I feel that it's accepting. Uh, you know, even us as two moms, we've, we've never, we really never have a problem as of now. As of now, we did before. Um, you know, when we first, when we first moved in together and um, met, Gay marriage wasn't legal um, when we first got together, um, and it was rough because our our one of our twins, our male twin, 
he was getting bullied in the school that he was in, not for any other reason other than he just looked different than the people that were in that town. Um, and he went through a rough time. It was hard for him. He he really had a hard time, you know, coping. And, and at that time, there wasn't really anything in that school that I think helped him or that he could go to. Um, so we were really involved with that aspect of, of, of his life because he was being bullied. And when we would go to, you know, parent-teacher conferences um, <clears throat> to discuss or to even address the issue of him being bullied, I remember I've contact I contacted the school a couple of times and I know Tammy had, had done so as well. Um but there wasn't much especially in that area where we lived, it wasn't a very accepting community. Um you know, and he wasn't being bullied because he had two moms. He wasn't being bullied because, you know, he came from uh, an LGBT family. He was just being bullied because he didn't you know, he didn't look like the majority of the population that was in that school. Um, you know, he at the time he was he was into rock and roll, so he had a little bit longer hair and was, you know, dressed in, you know, rocker clothes and stuff like that. And he he went through a really, really hard time. Um and it was sad to see him go through that. Um Yeah, I mean all all we could do at that point was just be there for him. Uh we actually went to a parent-teacher conference, and during that conference, the teacher absolutely refused to acknowledge Chris because she wasn't Michael's biological mom. It was almost as if she just, and she, like Chris wasn't there. She would only look at me. She would only acknowledge me. So if the teacher is behaving this way, it kind of gives you an idea of what goes on in the school. What they allow in the school. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, how did that make you feel to not even have your kid's teacher acknowledge you? I, you know, I, I have um, I have a, a way of dealing with ignorance, um, and I kind of I kind of make myself just very known whether or not they want to acknowledge me. And, and it was funny because, you know, Tammy finds me funny, which I think is just her job because she's my wife. But, no, you're um, <laughs> you know, I literally would sit there and purposely ask questions about Michael's grades or his tests. And she would, look, she would, she would actually answer my questions, but she would look at Tammy. And I just got to a point where I had just, you know, gotten up and walked over and stood right behind Tammy and kind of leaned down and put my chin on her shoulder. So she was no, she had to kind of, I forced her to look at me. Um, and then at the end of it, I walked up and I shook her hand and I was like, thank you for taking the time to speak to me. I mean, what am I going to do? Um, I'm not going to change anybody's opinion of what they think. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to live my life. Um, right. You know, and that's the point of this, you know, we're going to, I'm, I'm going to live my life. I normal, you know, <laughs> the point of Gaty. Yeah. The point of Gaty bunch is just, you know, we're normal and I'm not going to, I'm not going to engage in someone that wants to tell me, you know, that what I'm, that my lifestyle isn't, isn't accepted or that, you know, I'm going to, you know, go to hell for my sins or whatever, you know, listen, nobody's perfect. And, you know, this isn't, this isn't about being perfect. This is about being who I, who we truly are, and we're just normal. We're normal people. So it didn't phase me in the least bit. I mean. But I, I find that, I, I found that things got better through the years, especially after um, uh, gay marriage legalized. 
and we go up to parent-teacher conferences now, and we are totally accepted and respected as uh, the parents of the kids. And we've actually been told how uh, well-adjusted our children are and how well-rounded, and it's great. You know, we've been complimented for how we parent our children. So that feels good, and it's good to, you know, we're not looked at differently so I find a, a big change in the last few years, definitely, as far as that goes, at least in the schools around here where our children go. Absolutely. And on a few pops in the phone, are you all on a headset or anything? Yes, we are. Can you try putting your phone on speaker and that might about audio? Sure, yeah. sure. So it sounds like you all have some... Great stories, and you raise your children very well. And I'd like to say thank you for that. So, what message would you have to other parents who either are two same-sex couple, a same-sex couple raising their children, or just a single parent raising their children who is somewhere on the LGBTQ identifying spectrum? how to raise their children the way you are. I mean, I would, I would, the message I would give is to always, number one, to speak to your children before they attend school. And the most important thing is that your child, no matter what, should never feel that they are different and they shouldn't be afraid to tell other children their friends, that they have two moms or two dads, you know. I feel that that's the first message they need to know, That is that this is normal. It's normal. And don't let anyone tell you differently. Uh, and if people are single and uh, maybe, you know, hoping to have a family one day, they should they shouldn't be afraid you know it it's it's i think it's kind of scary for some people because they don't know how it's going to be accepted by their families by society but they need to know that it's definitely uh it it will be good it will be fine because we're living that right now and it's it's a beautiful thing um i my advice would be um as Tammy stated, you know, not to shy away from the family that you come from. So when Tammy and I first met, we never used labels. We felt that it was when we talked, we never sat our kids down and said, okay, listen, you know, mom and mommy are gay. And we never used the word gay. We never used um, lesbians or anything like that. We never used labels because we didn't want, we don't want to teach our kids to label people. Um, so, I think it's important that families that you know or or couples in the within the community that want to have a family or have a family now um, should shouldn't use labels because it's only gonna it's only gonna separate the community more um in order to normalize something that has a stigma like the l g b t community um you, you can't use labels we're not labels we're people. You know, we still bleed the same color. We still bleed the same air. We still do the same things that outside 
outsiders from the community do, you know. Um, and notice that I won't use the word straight because it's not, I don't like labels. We're people. We're humans. We do the same thing. Um, and I think that that's a very important aspect of, of you know, families within the community when they're raising children to express to their children that that not ever, nobody should have a label. Everybody should be looked at equally. Everybody should be looked at as a person, as a human, with feelings, with troubles, with, you know, a story um, as to to what they went through, their background. Um, that would be my advice. I think that that's really important in order to, to kind of distinguish between the stigma or get rid of the stigma that the community has on them. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's kind of what we all have to do and to fight these stigmas and injustices and discriminations that people have against our community. Do you believe that all the injustices are out of an innate fear? Or do you think people can actually be just that maniacal and just welcoming to our community? Well, I, I think that one. <laughs> I feel that you have people who are completely fine with uh, people with you know people within the LGBT community. I feel that there are people fine with. It. I think the younger generation actually are probably more fine with it. I also uh, feel it depends on where you live as far as what part of the country, you know, you live in. I feel that there are some states where, you know, it's probably frowned upon more. Uh, I feel like if you're from, let's say, New York, I, I think it's just pretty normal. I don't feel people judge as much. Um, I feel that... Uh, I've noticed the difference even for us um, when we go places together, if we go to a doctor's appointment together, uh, they, or if I put my wife down uh, on a, let's say, you know, I'm filling out paperwork at a doctor's appointment and they look at it, I don't, no one bats an eye. Or if I say, oh, my wife is my contact person, no one bats an eye. That could be just where I live. I don't know. You know, I don't, I know there are states where you have, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I know. I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think that um, I think that hate is is bred. I don't, and and I think it's taught. I don't think, and I think the problem is um, that people, you know, and I'm not. I, I was always raised to not talk about religion and politics, but it's kind of hard to not go there. <laughs> but when you're dealing with the community. But I think that, you know, religion plays a huge part on, on the stigma of the community. I think that, you know, these overly – and like I said, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and, and say that it's the entire religion. You have extremists in, in every aspect of the world. Um, and I think that the extreme religious, uh, religious people are going to view, um, you know, the LGBT community as a sin. They're just like – I think that um, – you know, politicals, really, really, really extreme right-wing politicals, uh, political individuals are going to view LGBT community as not normal um, and shouldn't be 
considered, you know, or have these same rights as, as others. But that's why I'm saying I think that it's all based off of off of stuff that shouldn't be it shouldn't be that way. Um it shouldn't be you know, it's not it's not nineteen twenty, it's not nineteen thirty, and it's the twenty first century. People are coming out more now, um, because they couldn't. And I think that hate is not something that people grow up with. They don't or, I'm sorry. Hate is not something that people are born with. They're taught it. So if you're living in a state where it's, you know, LGBT or, you know, being gay is, is looked upon as being a sin, then you're going to have it's, – it's, the stigma is going to stay there because the hate is, is, is being bred and being taught to their kids and, and then their kids to their kids. And it's, it's, it's just going to keep snowballing. Um, that's what I think if I answered your question. Hey, hi, ladies. This is uh, Brandon Carmody. Hi, Chris and Tammy. Um, so the reason I'm jumping in here is that you have a live caller that wants to ask you a question on air. Um, he said his name is Czar Drew, calling from California. Do you want to take a live call? Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Uh, Czar Drew, you're on with the Gatie Bunch. Go ahead. Hi. Uh, I just wanted to first say thank you um, for your show. I enjoyed it. Enjoying it already. Enjoyed the show you had with um, Dr. Ron Holt the last time. And uh, and I'm really enjoying getting to know this family. I guess my question is, um, but can you hear me before I keep going? We can. Hello? Yes, oh, okay. yes we can. Um, I guess my question is, you kind of um, – we were talking about it earlier, about having your kids so exposed, so to speak. I mean, you have them on Twitter. Um, and, you know, I've come across your uh, picture of them, and I'm like, well, should I tweet that picture on? I mean, I didn't know what – type of protection you felt was necessary um, for, for your kids. And, and along that same line, do they, just out of curiosity, do they wear like shirts like that you see all, all over Twitter with the, um, you know, different sayings for anti-homophobia and all the different things? You know, um, first of all, tweet away, retweet away, go for it. Um, our children are, are um, they're all, they're all involved. Um, you know, they're involved in, in my writing of the blog. They're involved with our Facebook page. They're involved with our Instagram page. Um, they're involved with our Periscope. They're they're just that open about it. Um, they know why they know why we're doing yeah, it. Yeah, they know the reason why we're doing it. Um, as far as uh, as far as shirts go, I mean, they're you know <laughs> they they was I'm sure if we it's funny because. My wife actually bought me for Christmas. A, I play for her team shirt. Um, it's one of Ashlyn Harris's uh, shirts for her uh, clothing line. She's a professional soccer player. And both of our daughters wanted um, one of her shirts as well. Um, and they wear them. I mean, it's not. It doesn't say I play for her team, obviously. But you know, I think if they were, if we were to buy them shirts, they would wear them. Oh yeah. I mean, they're oh. not. They're not. You know, they're always putting up stuff. They're always, you know, their Facebook pages, they're always um, reposting, you know, uh, no hate stuff or or um, love is love stuff. They're, they're just, I don't want to say that they're a little genius advocates because they're, they're not, but they believe that, they believe that love truly is love. They, they certainly support 
they support yes. they support us as their mom uh, and and everyone else in the LGBT uh, community. <clears throat> Actually, I think Bianca did something in school where she had to be in a law class where she was defending gay marriage. Gay marriage. And uh, she had she was you know I guess you know acting out being a, an attorney. And she actually won her case. She won her case. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. She was really happy about it. But, yeah. But well, thank you very much. Oh, thank you for answering. Yeah, I appreciate it. Because they'll be like, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm, it doesn't match with my jeans, Mom. Right. You know, it's, it's that type of thing. But they, they have they, – they don't have to. They really don't have to. You know, as long as they know how they feel inside and, and we know they support – we know they support you know, the LGBT community, that's what's important. It doesn't have to be broadcasted. I am very proud of the fact that our daughters love unicorns. Yes. That makes me very happy. That's <laughs> with unicorns. So I'm very happy that they, they love unicorns. And any time they come across a unicorn, I will immediately get a text message or they will send me a picture of it. So, yeah. But, yeah, they, they're, like I said, they're great kids. They're just, they totally support us. They're proud of us. They're proud of the families that they have. They're constantly posting pictures um, on their personal Facebook pages of of their family. This is this is their family. They love. Yeah, they're not ashamed to say, "Oh, my mom's." And that's usually they call us mom. So it's like you know, if they if they're talking to someone, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, well, mom said this or mom said that." You know, so it's pretty cool. Like they they're not. You know, it's great. That's great. They're good kids. I think that's awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. thank you for calling. Yeah, thank you. Well, that was a surprise to me, but I'm glad he called in. He has some great questions for you all. So, yes, he I'm glad to see that you all are so open about showing your children on social media and you don't care if people really treat them because it continues to do that normalization of the community like you all talk about. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, our little So guy. we know the inauguration is days away now. So raising five kids, tell me, our viewers, a little bit about what your concerns are. One, as a gay married couple to raising children and continuing to teach the family values that y'all hold so dear and that America holds so dear while we have this divisive legislation and divisive presidency. I'm probably going to get a lot of uh, backlash on this, not just from uh, Twitter or most likely my our publicist will probably give me a call after this. But, you know, to be honest with you, I – and I don't want this to sound wrong, but I personally don't care who's in office. No one's going to tell me that I don't have a wife. No one's going to tell me that my marriage isn't legal. And no one's going to tell me that I don't have a family. Um, and if the current, um, you know – President-elect and the president-vice-elect wants to, you know, say that my marriage isn't equal, and that's fine. I'm going to go ahead and do what I want to do anyway. Um, I got legally married in a state that accepts legal marriage. I got married. We got married by uh, a gay priest before God. So to us, 
no matter what happens, we're married. We have a family, um, and we're going to continue to push forward. And, and do things to protect ourselves as far as being um, a gay married a gay couple. Married couple. Um, you know, I've taken measures to protect my family, um, our family and our marriage, based on the current um, election results. But I'm not going to stop. We're not going to stop living our lives and who we are, um, because you know some crazy, you know, right-winged Republican thinks that it's not normal, and that's fine. That's his opinion. He can. He's, he's entitled to his opinion, and the president-elect is entitled to his his opinion, and that's fine. But it's not going to stop us from living our lives. It's not going to stop us from pushing forward. It's not going to stop us from teaching our children that love will always defeat hate. It's not going to it's not going to stop us from teaching our children to accept, to tolerate, to every single walk of life that walks this earth. Because if we stop doing that, then we become a society that is just filled with hate and violence and nothing will change. Absolutely. So how are you going to continue to raise your children with all this going on? And what are you going to tell them when they watch media and see all this and just happening? And what do you think you're going to do growing up with this? And is it going to change who they are or are they going to continue to be who they are now? Well, they're definitely going to continue to be who they are. And, you know, they've already, uh, They've already heard things in the media. I'm sorry, if I can interject. I think they're going to be better. Oh, oh yeah. I think it's just going to make them even stronger. You know, I think that, you know, going, I know they, during the whole uh, election, of course they were hoping that Hillary won or would win. Um, but after it was all, all over and done and, it didn't turn out that way. They came up to us, and you know, we were we were visibly upset about it. And they came up to us, and they said, "You know what? Don't worry. Nothing's going to happen to you. Nothing's going to change things." Like you know, they feel very positive, so that's important. Which means that that just shows us that they're so positive about who we are, our family. No one's going to hurt us. No one's going to change our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, our children, um, they're not very much into the news. Um, you know, they'll watch it. Our oldest is very into, into the news and knowing what's going around. And he's very, he's very intelligent and he's very supportive. And his, his whole objective is to change the world. And, and I think the more children that are taught that they can make a difference in this world by just, you know, being themselves and being loving and being accepting. I can't say it enough. Being loving and being accepting and having tolerance and knowing that there's different people in this world and that you can't judge just because they don't look like you, just because they don't love the, the, the type of person you love, just because they don't pray to the God that you pray to. You can't judge a person based on those things. Um, I think the more children and the more youth that know that, are going to be the ones that are going to really, really set this set this society on fire, you know, and and make that change. 
and there needs to be more positive, more positivity behind it. Um, you know, that's why I don't really engage much in in the political tweets because I don't believe it in, in engaging in the political tweets because I'm not gonna we're not gonna change anybody's mind. Something we can do is keep moving forward and doing what we're doing, which is raising our children, teaching our children how to raise their children. Right, because I it's, that's true. Because if everyone does that, everyone raises their children with those beliefs. Eventually, they're going to get married. They're going to have children. They're going to raise their children the same way. This is how it changes. What a beautiful world it would be. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I'm very glad to hear, and I'm sure our listeners are glad to hear, that you're not going to let the next four years say who you are, and none of us should. Yeah. No. So I would like to play a PSA from Dr. Ron Hurt about the Trevor Project. So we're going to play that now. Okay. Hi, this is Dr. Ron Holt. Uh, I just wanted to let, let you know that you're loved as you are. If you are struggling with your sexual orientation or gender identity and wish to speak to someone, please reach out to the Trevor Project. They're available at 1-866-488-7386. That's 1-866-488-7386. The Trevor Project has always been a great resource for LGBTQ youth and young adults who are struggling. I do highly encourage anyone who is struggling or know someone who's struggling, to give them a call, show the number. They're always there for us. Absolutely. Yes, they, they do amazing work. They do great work. And so do you all. So Thank you. is there anything else that you're more than welcome? Is there anything else that you all want to get out, want to say today that you normally don't have the platform to say? Honey? Yeah. No, I would just uh, just tell all of our listeners to make a difference, and the only way to make a difference <clears throat> is to, especially if you have children, raise your children to just love and respect people for who they are. See, ch- children are like sponges. <laughs> I've noticed this. <laughs> I've I've noticed that they're. I noticed this for simply because I, I have a tendency to overuse the word the f word, um, and sometimes it comes back to bite me because our little guy will slip up and say something like, "Oh, mom, mommy said that." But that I digress. But the point is, is that children are sponges. So if you're teaching, if you're if children are growing up in a, in a very hostile environment, they're going to be hostile. If children are growing up in a very in in, in um, an environment that is um, racist, or uh, you know they're going to be racist. You learn from what you see. You learn from what you hear. Um, but if you if you have children that are raised in a house that's not judgmental, not racist, and nothing but love and rules because we, we're really big on rules and respect, um, you're making the future generation of the world. And that's what people need to understand. It's, it's your responsibility. Like, just take responsibility 
for what you are doing to your children, what you're teaching your children. Take responsibility and just know that that will make a difference later on. I kind of always think of that commercial um, when I was younger. Um, I learned it from watching you. I don't know if anybody remembers that commercial. (laughs) I don't know if anybody remembers that commercial, but that always pops into my head when I'm trying to, um, when one of our kids comes to us with a problem, um, you know, and I would react a certain way if I was them. But then I kind of tone it back, and I'm like, no, 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 what am I teaching them? If I teach them to react this way, then all I'm doing is, is making them, I'm not teaching them anything. I'm not making them a better, a better version of me or a better version of my wife. You know, our objective is that our children should, should uh, what's the word? Well, I think that what they're doing is they're, they're, they're learning from us. So they're looking up to us. When, when your children look up to you and they see what you're doing is good, that only creates the same kind of uh, atmosphere for them. But, but what I want to see from our children is I want them to be better than us. I want them to be better humans than we are, than my, than my wife and I are. And we're, you know, we're pretty cool people. But I want them to be better. I want them to really, like our, our, our 20-year-old son is so into um, environmental protection um, and he's so passionate about it, and he's so, I mean, the, when he speaks about, you know, um, Yeah, he issues, just wrote a petition. He did a... Yeah, he, he signed a petition for, um, what was it? For, for uh, saving, uh, I guess, the trees. Well, yeah. He wanted to take away some land or some land or something. But to see the look in his eyes when he talked about it, it's kind of the way... Tammy and I are when we're trying to prove the normalcy of an LGBT family, and it makes me proud because he's advocating for something that he believes in, that he believes should ha- shouldn't happen. So, you know, it's it's almost a proud moment when you see your child looking at something and saying, "No, no, no, this shouldn't happen. This shouldn't be this way because it's not it's not how it should be." So that's really the message that we want to send out. Just really, just just be great parents and teach your kids to love, not hate. Send them out into the world that way. Teach them to stand up for their rights and, and for what they believe in. That's what, that's really important. And encourage them. Encourage them to get involved. You know, it's encourage them to get involved and, and be and, and get involved to change the world. Whatever way they can. It has to change. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Agnes, for coming on and sharing a little bit more about your family with our listeners. Thank you for the great work that you're doing for our community and to help normalize something that should have been normalized years and years ago. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for 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 having time. I appreciate it. You're more than welcome. If you wouldn't mind, give our listeners where they can find you on social media and any closing comments you might have. Sure. Um, we're on Twitter at the Gitty Bunch. I'm sorry, at Gitty Bunch. Not Twitter's at Gitty Bunch. The Facebook page is the Gitty Bunch. Instagram, we're Gitty Bunch, and of course the blog is um, the Gitty Bunch. WordPress.com. So yeah, please just follow us everywhere. Um, interact with us. You know, we like to interact with people and get to know them. Um, anybody have any questions or you know they just want to listen? We're here.
So that's where you can find us, and we'll be waiting. Absolutely. And any closing comments, message of the community, message of unity? In closing comments, I just want to say, um, no matter how dark your day may be right now, it truly, truly, truly does get better if you just keep believing and fighting. Exactly. Keep believing in your keep believing in yourself. Stay strong. Um, don't feel you're alone. You're definitely not alone because you have family in the LGBT community. If anyone ever feels, you know, upset or alone, please come come and talk to us. DM us. Come and talk because you know we are here for that too. We 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 want to help. Especially LGBT youth. Yeah, we don't have enough. Like have more Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Keep up the great work. And if you ever need anything from us, reach out. Let me know, and I'll love to promote or help you in any way I can. Oh, thank you so much. Thank we appreciate so much. it. You have a wonderful day as well. You. Thank you.